Well, good afternoon, good evening, or good morning. Whenever you're listening to this, my name is Michael Baum, podcaster, consumer growth consultant. And today, very happy to be guest host on the Rethink Retail podcast. And I'm here with my very special guest, Zach. I'm here with my very special guest, Zach Fishbane. How are you, Zach? Michael, I'm doing fantastic. Thank you so much for being the guest host today. Yeah. For Rethink, for inviting me to be part of this amazing platform. Yeah, for inviting us uh, us both. We're live here at Grocery Shop. Now, you you rolled off the stage. You're on the stage. You're learning lessons. You're dropping knowledge. I think it was a family event. You got a great new brand, but let's start at the beginning. So I'm Zach Fishbane. I'm the co-founder and CEO of Spread the Love. This is a brand that my wife and I started on our wedding day. Huh. We didn't know it at the time. Uh, we started this brand right. on our wedding day. We, back in 2013, when we got married, we gave away jars of homemade peanut butter to our friends and families who came in from all over the country. My wife's from the Philippines. And before we were married, at her bridal shower, she got this Vitamix blender as her, her bridal gift from all of her girlfriends. Hmm. And we were having all kinds of fun things like the butternut squash soup, I'm a big fan of the milkshakes. We were looking for all these cool sure, sure. reasons and ways to be using this Vitamix blender. And, you know, Val would see me going to the store and coming back with peanut butter. And she would look at the back of the ingredient deck and she would just be like, what are you eating? Why is it, why are you eating hydrogenated or palm oil? Or why are you eating this type of sugar or this type of ingredient that neither she nor I knew what, how to pronounce anyway mm -hmm. properly. So she's like, why don't I just make the peanut butter that you're going to eat each week. Hmm. I'm like, all right, cool. You know, let's do that. You know, and this is right in the thick of our wedding planning process. And it must've been over one of these breakfasts where we're having in the homemade peanut butter where we're like, why don't we make this the hmm. wedding gift for our friends? And so we called it spread the love. We made 150 of these jars. We made it in our Vitamix blender yeah. that took a couple of weeks because the Vitamix blender would keep overheating. Hmm. And so we could only make about right. 10 jars at a time. Day, I mean, you know, not to get into the details, but, you know, you're now in a, making a product. So you do get into the details of manufacturing. Exactly. Right? So well, this is, this is way before manufacturing. This was just like. Kitchen table stuff. Exactly. Kitchen table kitchen stuff. Tables. So after we made these jars of peanut butter, we're like, all right, we never got to do this again. You know, I'm sure the Vitamix blender will be very grateful. <laughs> um, but sure enough, people were really impressed and yeah. inspired and, um. People started asking us right away, you know, can I get some for the office? Can I bring some home? Can I have some for myself? Can I, I need to send some for a gift. Hmm. And we just kept rolling with this partnership. Right. And here we are today. My wife just got off the stage, off the stage, launched this new product in Tell front me, of the audience. This is a, this is our chocolate hazelnut butter. Fantastic. So this is our Nutella alternative. You know what I mean? So yep. this is. This is only five ingredients. So no palmaic acid, I'm suspecting. Like you suspected correctly. Yeah, yeah. Good job, Michael. Yeah, well, a little bit, you know, let's talk about, let's take a step back. Let's talk about the core product, right? So, yeah. um, you know, listen, you're disrupting a category. There are natural peanut butters, there are natural sure. spreads, there's mass market spreads. I mean, it's a big category though. It's a big in, category. In a big industry, yeah. in a big industry. What, uh, what was your approach and how did you think you could go to market and be successful? So walk me through how you went to market with your product. So when we went to market, we had something that was very different than what we have today. When we went to market, we thought that we were going to be the foodies choice. Mm. You know, we were going, we, our first product had cayenne pepper 
in mm-hmm. Kakaunin. Kind of the, the, the bespoke positioning, right? Exactly. You take that the bespoke position. You know, and we were we were at the Melrose Place Farmer's Market back in early 2014, you know, uh, hustling our wares. Mm-hmm. You know, people were like, oh, cool. I like this cinnamon flavor profile. This is good. This is great. Cool. Sure. And we realized really quickly that it was not the best use of our time. Like the hours that it took to like set up, break down the amount of sales, the fees. I was like, you know what, let's, let's start getting this into some of the local retail Mm. um, Mm -hmm. stores. And when we would be doing the demos, people were like, this is good. This is cool. But can you please do something maybe without the agave? I don't, I don't want added sugar. Or can you do something without the cinnamon or the cacao? I'm looking for more of a, a pure flavor profile. So. We were thinking, you know what, let's introduce a naked version mm. and, you know, we'll have something for these people when they come and ask for it. And like, sure enough, that is what wow. made everything else pale in comparison. That became the Pareto's Law product. That was the, the 80% was product, right? That, exactly. Mm. And so we realized, cool, our value proposition is very clear. Our purpose is very yep. clear now. Um, now, when you were thinking of the grocery distribution, just to talk tradecraft here for a bit, were you thinking the the Whole Foods, the natural goods grocer, or were you thinking you, you might take a crack at the, at the, at the more mainline grocery? So in the beginning, our metric of success, what I thought was how many doors are we going to get into the, how many specialty grocers can we get into the Whole Foods? Um, you know, the, I don't, I don't, I don't think Sprouts was around, uh, at that time. Certainly, did, certainly. You, did you have a broker helping you with that or no, 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 no. you're knocking on the door yourself kind of we were stuff. knocking on the door ourselves and so we learned very quickly that you know the grocery retail game is it's an expensive yeah. game listing fees or participation or co-op Stocking, dollars the distributors or, the chargebacks you know the the tprs the it's a big value chain huge and so we really made a decision early on to lean into e-commerce. So you got both retail and wholesale. That's smart. That's smart. Super yeah. smart. Okay. And so we wanted to continue growing this business as a profitable mm-hmm. business. And we've been profitable since we've started. Yeah, fantastic. And we've managed to lean very heavily into e-commerce. Mm. And so we're ubiquitous on... Amazon.com, on Walmart.com. We got our D2C customers off of our website. Hmm. We work with different online grocers throughout the country. We also work with some more traditional grocers, but we curate them as much as they're curating us because Hmm. we want to make sure that we're investing profits into our biggest areas of growth, which continue to be on e-commerce. Drop some knowledge about that, uh, which I'm sure your wife was doing on the stage, because, you know, it's one thing to get on a big marketplace like a Walmart or an Amazon. It's another thing to be seen to be successful yeah. at being distributed. I mean, you know, traditionally that's part of the challenge, right? Is you got to spend, it's not like it's, if you're not spending trade dollars, you're still spending dollars with someone. Exactly. And so we do, we, and we are, and we are aggressive with our trade spend mm. on, on those platforms, you know, especially on Amazon. And, and that we, works for you, find that it, work, it, it works very effective. We, yeah, it works very well. You know, we've discovered our partners at shows like this. It was at groceries, uh, grocery shop. Um, it was before COVID certainly. So I would, I guess it would have been. It was that 2019, I guess. I think so. The- I think it would have been grocery shop 2019. Mm-hmm. And we met our, you know, the, 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 the agency that we use or the, 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 the tool, the platform, if you will, mm-hmm. you know, that serves the, 
display ads or helps us identify and purchase the keywords at the right time. So our trade spend is allocated across a few different of those levers with this one, uh, with this one company. And, and, and is it just, it, it's your wife and yourself, but do you have a team that helps? Yeah. Yeah. That? We have, there's five employees. Okay. Right. We're on. five employees. So it's my wife, it's myself. Um, we have a, you know, a chief operating officer mm-hmm. and we also have, um, a couple people that support the marketing endeavors and initiatives that right really my wife owns. So my wife is very responsible for the look, the feel, the overall vision the brand, of the company, really. the brand. Yeah. I am very happily <laughs> operating in the shadows and making sure that the business is sustainable and mm. growing behind the brand. Right on. You know, and so we have various, diff, you know, various business units. Mm-hmm. Like I mentioned, we have a food service operation. Yep. We have our D2C, the e-commerce. We even do some private label for some high-end groceries yeah. around the country. So... You know, making sure that we have multiple streams of revenue, making sure that we're always cash flow positive mm. and making sure that our growth is in line with our long-term strategic objectives of being profitable. I want to get into the product itself. Let's start with the core product. What makes it different or special? I mean, so our flagship product yeah. um, is the organic peanut butter, right? Single ingredient. There's no other ingredients. And that in and of itself is very unique. Most other products have, you know, most other nut butters have mm. a palm oil in it. Mm-hmm. It's because in, when, when we grew up, I grew up with Skippy. I grew up with Jif, sure. Pan. Sure. And you can stick your knife in that. Mm. You can go that You can come back and your knife is still sticking and being supported by the density, sure. and, you know, of, of the nut butter around it. Ours has a much more drizzleable consistency. We're not using the emulsifier. We're not using the stabilizer mm-hmm. to prevent oil separation. In fact, we celebrate it. If you look, even on our jar, drizzleable consistency, oil separation is totally normal, exclamation mark. We celebrate that. Mm-hmm. This is part of... That's part a, of the brand, part of the product part of the brand profile and all that stuff. Educating customers yeah. that this is actually what natural peanut butter tastes like. So I think the natural... I think what sets us apart is the, not just the ingredients, it's the lack of ingredients right. to be completely honest. Now, and now in your category, let's talk about the competitive set. Just, sure. Let's strip back some of the, the operating stuff. You, you've got your mass market CPG products yeah. in the natural area. Do you, do you have a lot of competitors? Like how do you position yeah, yourself? Of course. Yeah. I mean, we do have a lot of competitors. And what, what, what is it that makes you stand out in, in the buyer's mind and Obviously the taste, I mean, you're successful in direct to consumer, but as you do these other things, you know, what, sure. it, what is it that. So there's two things really in particular. Um, first of all, we want to, we, we, we want to be very public about our brand story. So Val and I, mm-hmm. when we created the wedding, you know, how this all started, yeah. listen, we're, we're coming up on 10 years of marriage. So like, we can't keep talking about the wedding, but we're celebrating something that really started as a labor of love. Great origin story. It's a great origin <laughs> story. And it's, and it's an ever evolving story. We have daughters now. You know what I mean? We have other people. Thank you. Yeah. We got other people in our company that have their families. So it's a family story that continues to evolve. And we invite people to be part of this journey and to be part of this story whenever they can. So the story itself is a big component. And then the flavor profile is also very important. It tastes very clean. Mm. It's very natural. It's very high quality. You had a chance to taste this. What did you think about this? Well, yeah, let's talk about this. The new, the, the spread, the love dessert, but I thought it was fantastic. Thank like you, yeah. this, what would you call it? Drizzleable. Yeah. 
Am I saying that right? Drizzleable. Yeah. Drizzleable. Well, yeah. It's, 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 we, we made it a word. Yeah. So I'm not sure. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if Webster. I'm, I'm, I'm going to call it, I'm going to call it spreadable because it's hard for me to say drizzleable too many times. And but, shareable. And shareable. I like it. But, um, you know, I thought it was fantastic. As, and you called it a dessert butter. I mean, it's a fantastic positioning. So tell me about the inspiration for this. Was it it's similar? Hey, yeah. there's, there's an opportunity here. We think there's an opportunity. Better. So, so a lot of people, just like, just like the way I grew up with Skippy and Jif and just loving peanut butter the way I thought I loved peanut butter, I myself and our customers were obviously looking for a better alternative. People who really love Nutella, like the way it tastes, don't love the way that it's been produced with everything in there. Right. So we've had some of our food service accounts asking like, listen, like we really don't want to use this product. We don't have to. Can is there, is there something you guys can potentially make, mm. you know, and we, so we, we hit the last. A little bit of both, right? So you saw an opportunity, but also you, the customers were like, had a need. We saw an opportunity by listening to our customers. I think that's yeah. what we do as a brand. That's a great lesson. It, that's it, a great lesson, by yeah, the way, it's, for it's anyone. Social listening. I mean, for those but that's how we also started in the very beginning at those very first demos. Yeah. Think your wedding guests. Uh, well, you started the very, very beginning. The right, very beginning. Right back to your wedding guests, right? Saying, hey, hey, this stuff is. Is really good. You guys might be onto something. We right? weren't trying to push anything on anybody. What we were doing was merely listening to what they were telling us. Mm. And so that's been very central to our company culture. That's been very central to our mission to deliver premium quality, healthy boots to uh, as many people as possible. And it's by listening to them. That's why we came out with an almond cashew butter, for example. Mm. That's why we came out with a cashew butter. So many of the things that we're coming out with is because we're listening, you know, to what people are telling us and right communicating now. to us. Our customers are everything to us. We wouldn't be here without them. And they continue to be our source of inspiration, whether it's on the food service side, individual customers, or we're here just to listen. Man. Fantastic. Well, last question for you. What's next? I mean, that's, it's a funny question for you because you've already got something. What's next? You've got a great new product, but yeah. what's next? Drop, uh, drop some hints on where, where you're headed with the business. So, you know, I think in the, uh, the next six to 12 months, um, it's going to be, it's going to be an interesting set of variables we navigate with this inflationary, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, this is storm, if you will. Um, you know, we, there's a lot of uncertainty in the economy. I know that, um, we're going to definitely be pushing and promoting this with all our influencer partners. Mm -hmm. There's a couple of the product, um, product formats. We're really excited to introduce, um, you know, our assortment with, there's a new, there's some new additions we're looking forward to including into our assortment, I should say. Yeah. Um, and really looking to continue to build and lean into the food service, the e-commerce and stay agile because you, we don't know what's coming, right? We don't have to. And that's one of the benefits of mm. being a self-funded yeah. company. You know what I mean? We, that's been a very deliberate decision. We're a profitable company, but we're also completely self-funded. And that means that we don't have the pressures of other people thinking that they might know what to do better with our business. We don't have to deal with that. We know our, what to do with our business. We're going to focus on our core competencies, delivering value and quality nut butters to our customers. So that's going to manifest itself in different ways, but that's what we're going to continue doing what we've always been doing. And where can the folks uh, listening go to learn more about the company, maybe even pick up uh, some of your wonderful product? Yeah, no doubt. So spreadthelovefoods.com is the best way to definitely learn about the story and the product assortment. And people ask, where can I get it? Well, if you got internet, if you got a phone, you know, off our website and amazon.com, obviously, and walmart.com as well.
All right. Big partners. Congratulations on uh, on your success. Thanks for joining me on the Rethink hey, Retail Michael, podcast. Hey, Michael, I appreciate Thank you so much. I wish you much continued success and uh, great to meet you. Cheers. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you for listening to the Rethink Retail podcast. Don't forget to join us next week for another episode. And if you're interested in being a guest on the show, apply at rethink.industries slash podcast guest. That's rethink.industries slash podcast guest. Follow us on Twitter at rethink underscore retail and show some love by subscribing, reviewing on iTunes podcast app.